This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, we have Holly with us for the Dirt Alert. Holly, what's happening? Hey, Julia. Hello. Good Tuesday afternoon to mm-hmm. you. You know, I am going to start with the breaking news of this afternoon. And you guys touched on this at the top of the hour. But, uh, you know, this is... We're going to take away from the world of celebrity just for a moment, catching you up with this story that 14 students and a teacher were killed today after a shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. This is according to Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. He said that the suspect, 18-year-old Salvador Romas, is also dead. And uh, he allegedly shot his grandmother before entering the school, and his grandmother's condition is unknown. It's just a, a horrific story. Just horrific. And, uh, you know, all the major news outlets, including the Hollywood uh, Reporter Variety, all the trades, this is what is dominating the headlines today. And uh, are we going to move on in a week again? I mean, it was just 10, you know, a week ago, Buffalo. And I mean, but the kids, I mean, this is Sandy Hook all over again. And Sandy Hook should have never happened even the first time. It's so... Oh, I hope it just shocks people into not just thoughts and prayers and doing something, but people who can do something, i.e. the politicians. Is this really what our founding fathers had in mind? Mm -hmm. Yeah, throwing out those big, big questions concerning all of this. I mean, these these big rifles, these Mm -hmm. big mass, I mean, I just, oh, it's so sickening. Yeah, it's it is a, a true tragedy, and uh, you know we're getting more information as it becomes available to us uh, from authorities in uh, Uvalde, Texas. So just keeping mm. you aware of what is happening in the world as we speak, and sometimes here at my talk, it's just it's what we do. Yeah, we it's keep you just informed. Tragic. It's so tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it really truly is, and you know there is no other way. To move into the world that we cover the best, which is the world of entertainment. So we're just we're just gonna do it. We're yeah. just gonna transition over to the world of the Super Bowl. It's no longer going to be the Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show. Pepsi stepping aside this afternoon as the Super Bowl halftime show sponsor, the NFL citing an incredible interest from potential partners. I'm sh- I'm sure. Yeah, see, so Pepsi uh-huh. must have signed had a ten year deal, it was done, and it's cost them I don't know. I mean, or maybe maybe the Super Bowl wanted to raise the rates. Yeah, if that could a be lot. it too. Yeah, you know, uh, sports.
sports television is where it's at when you want to sell advertisements. Yeah. And the Super Bowl mm-hmm. is the zenith of that. You know, listening to a report about uh, broadcast television that we had all the upfronts last week. And that is still a multi-billion dollar business. And what drives the television industry, and it has since its inception, is sports. So yeah. a source close to The Hollywood Reporter even said last year that the NFL was in talks with potential new sponsors that are going to take it bigger, taking different aspects of it and making it stand outside of the 12 minutes. So somebody's going to pony up some money for that. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh is addressing rumors that she broke up with Zach Braff and has moved on with Will Poulter. Oh, oh. you know what? This doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> so there were photographs that went viral of Florence and Will oh, on vacation. And he is the kid in... What was he in? He's yeah. He he looks a lot more grown up now because yeah, he kind of has one of those freckly baby faces. <laughs> yes, beyond. <laughs> you know, but um, I you know what I always felt like that the Zach she was going to wake up anyway and just realize that she they weren't going to be in it for the long run. Now, I don't know why. Now Will Poulter was in the Chronicles of Narnia. He was in the Maze Runner. Runner, yeah. dope sick. He's he's been a kid. Act, I mean, he's been acting. Since yes, he, he was has. like in his like late, um, you know, or early teens. Yeah, I he really say. has. He, I feel like he's still a mm-hmm. teenager, but yeah, he's twenty nine. Twenty nine. He's, <laughs> he's but, one of those young looking kids. Yeah. So he and Florence were spotted hanging out in Ibiza. The photographs went viral, and now Florence is addressing this on her Instagram stories today, saying we went to the beach with our friends who are always about a half a meter away from us in every picture, but have clearly been cut out and framed out so it looks otherwise. You can literally see my best friend in the corner of so many shots and Archie's arms on the side. So she is shutting down these rumors. She is going against your guys' advice and she's explaining. Oh, geez. Why is she explaining? Just forget about it. Yeah, she said gross with a lot of S's at the end. Now, uh, regarding her and Zach Braff's relationship, she did post a tribute to Zach Braff on his 47th birthday in April. Now, a lot of time has passed. It's been a month. Things could have changed yeah. We don't know. Right. We don't know. Hey, Rob Kardashian was not in Italy for his sister Courtney's wedding to Travis Barker. Lucky for him that Dolce and Gabbana didn't put him in a corset. He yeah. he he got he he lucked out. Well, yeah, so he wasn't in a corset at least at his at the wedding. We don't know what he likes yeah. to wear on his off time. Uh but exclusive details are being shared to page six, which that means Chris Jenner got on the yeah. horn because people were wondering where Rob Kardashian was. Well, he didn't go because Rob prefers to stay out of the spotlight, according to a source. So he would have been uncomfortable going to such a high-profile party. That is true, though. You know Rob. Okay, maybe. But the bigger thing, the bigger thing is that um, he doesn't have anyone to watch Dream. And he didn't want to bring Dream. She's not as comfortable in front of the camera as Kim's. And all the other kids but are. And Kim's, he, none of Kim's little kids were in the camera pictures either. Sure they were. All of her kids were there. Uh, we didn't see. All okay. I saw was North. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. he has custody of that little girl like every day but Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Does he really? That's what we found out in the oh, Black China wow. defamation. All right. Is that he has Sunday. He, yeah. Isn't that what we found out, Holly? That just Sundays is the day that 
He's as a dream goes okay. to stay with their mom. Well, he's a very active father, Robert right. Kardashian. So, you know, he's not big on public events, traveling, but the source says, <clears throat> Chris Jenner, mm-hmm. that Rob looks forward to celebrating with Travis and Courtney when they arrive back. Yeah, in apparently California. they're going to have some big reception here. Oh, back in okay. LA. Yeah. Fourth party's the charm. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. go ahead and How do fun. it. Uh, finally, Ryan Seacrest had a had a little malfunction on the set of American Idol. Apparently, during mid taping mm-hmm. of the finale, he had to change his underwear. Yeah, he had shiny pants on. We saw the dong evidence, Holly. We saw it, and we're like, no one's talking about American Idol except that Ryan brought it up to Kelly yesterday. Was I he, love it. Was he dressing to the left or to the right? Um, up and down. No, it was straight up and down on the um, right. Okay. Yeah. Dress him to the right. Mm-hmm. Dress him to the right. Wow. I know. You always. Not who t- won. Not no. who won. No. Ah, you learn something new every yeah. day. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That's right. Everybody knows this is not going to be a surprise, but every single year, starting um, with looking at what. We do with impulse spending. Okay. Julia, we're up to $314 per month on impulse buying, you guys, which is that 276 in 2021 and 183 in 2020. And uh, yes, uh, 64% of us have increased our impulse shopping habits in 2022. I believe that too. Yep. If it feels good, do it. I feel like a lot of people think. You know, well, you know where people shop online. Uh, they where they're most impulsive is uh, while lying in bed. Yeah, that's on their not phones. My thing. On their phones, I can't see it big enough on my <laughs> phone, so I, I feel safe. Shopping in bed makes up almost forty percent of overall impromptu shopping. Wow! Yep. All right. So, if you're trying to stick to a budget, I guess my study of duh is to put your phone in another away from you if you're it's hard to do that though well if you're an impulse shopper if you're an impulse shopper you got to do it if you're trying to make budget um uh yeah they just it's just it makes us feel good i guess yes impulse buy oh yeah instant gratification you buy it and then you wait for that package to come and that package comes you open it up it's a little euphoric feeling and then you move on and then you move on and buy something else exactly okay now here's another uh study of duh social media users enter a disassociate a disassociative state which means you lose track of time and reality well we all know that because any of us who have tried to talk with somebody who's looking down at their phone or they're typing on their phone, they are completely out of it. Out of it. Yep. You know, completely out of it. How long does the state last? What, the whole time you're looking at it? or Well, I mean, it is such a common scene. I mean, I was really struck at this um, at the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much on Thursday morning when I went, just because I left at such an early hour. Right. People were sleeping. I right. mean, the flight was like five in the morning. But yesterday, flying in all daytime hours, there's so little conversation conversation with people because everybody is disassociating and just staring down at their phone. Now, it could be. All right. Well, here's just a couple things that because I, I think of this because, you know, over the last 10 years, it's just compl- but, it's the common. That's how we now. read our newspaper. That's yeah. how we read our news. That's how we read our books now. I mean, it really is. Where it would have been a piece of paper or something else before. Well, he, researchers from the University of Washington 
wanted to investigate if people tend to disassociate when reading at, and looking at their phone versus something else. Okay. And um, do you lose track of everything else while you're browsing through the digital world? And because so many people wonder, where did the time right, go if they're right. always looking at their phone? Whereas when you look at a book or magazine or a newspaper, you've got something physical in your hand. I know. You will look up. I know, Lori. You I will know, look up. I know, but... So they just hear what you, they said. Yes, uh, you know, people experience a lot of shame about their social media uh, use and and what they're trying to. This is the Paul G. Allen School of Computer Science okay. and Engineering yes. that did this study. They want to frame it as disassociation rather than addiction, as it changes the narrator narrative. narrative. Instead of saying I should be able to have more self control, it's more likely we all naturally disassociate in many ways throughout the day. Sometimes you daydream. Sometimes you scroll through Instagram. Sometimes you are on road and you're driving and listening to music and all of a sudden you're at home. So they are kind of like, they want us to use disassociation. Versus addiction? Why? Versus addiction because um, it's just, what if you rebuild social media so that it continues to offer what people like about it and not make people feel bad about, hey, if that's how you want to spend your time. Right. It's like, I mean, think of it. We used to spend our time looking at catalogs, looking, we look at magazines. magazines. Yeah. I mean, I really, it's just, it's the one spot shopping now. Yeah. And you have no idea what people are looking at it for. Right. So, but I, we would like people to look up, especially if you're walking. I don't yes, like walking and texting I, people. I go crazy. I I agree. So, um, anyway, they just they're kind of experimenting with that. But they said, uh, yeah, yes, we do it though in other ways too. Yeah, okay, that we'll do that. But all right, I think there is something. There were like a couple times when I looked out at my family, at my sisters, and everybody had their head in a device, and. I was just like, okay, people. I know. Stop posting on Facebook. Let's have something. I mean, that really struck me that everyone was looking down. Okay. Uh, Here is another one now. Um, This study of duh. Um, Three and four millennial mothers are hiding their stress from their families. Well, you know what the study of duh, this one is moms always hide their stress from the family. (laughs) It doesn't matter what generation mom. That is my observation that moms, seven and ten moms, hold back their feelings. And don't tell their partner or family when they're feeling stressed because they don't think, well, what difference does it make? Right. Right? Um, uh, They also, uh, millennial moms often take on more than they can chew. And I'm just like, really, the framework is moms. This is the mom thing. Four and five uh, take on the mindset, I'll just do it myself right. to make sure everything gets done for their families properly in a timely manner. Right. I mean, this is not any it generational isn't anything thing. No. no, it isn't. Because, You're right let's about face that. it, women are the masters at multitasking. They really are. But nine and ten are so busy, they jump at the chance to clone themselves. Well, I like. <laughs> I think a lot of us think, wouldn't it be nice to have a wife? Yes, I mean, wouldn't that be a lovely thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that'd be good. Yeah, mom shared. Now, this is something that they did with the millennial moms. They would like their clones to do the housekeeping. They'd like them to do the keep an eye on the kids. 
a personal assistant. Scheduling. To schedule fold everything. The, fold the clothes and put them away. Other people would have their clones uh, be a homework helper, a handy woman to fix things, yeah. and a, being a chauffeur is oh, yeah. what they would do. And I'm like, well, these are all the things that um, moms are, have always been the most hardworking people. Mm-hmm. That's a study of death. I love that. Okay. Now, um, this is a real, I don't know if it's a study of death, but I like that um, a new study found that Americans are getting nostalgic for the books of their youth. 62% of people over 77 years old have revisited a favorite childhood book or own their favorite childhood book. I totally believe this. Stan Berenstein's The Berenstein Bears, Bears. tops oh, the list yep. at 31%. Then mm-hmm. The Giving Tree by Shel yes. Silverstein. Yes. Then The Tale of Peter Rabbit by yes. Beatrix Potter. Then Good Night Moon by Love Margaret it. Wise Brown. Yep. Little House on the Prairie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl. And, of course, Charlotte's Web e. by E.B. White. E. White. So, that still is a magical book. When the animals started to talk, I thought, wow, wow. is this, this is the best story yeah. ever. And the characters that people still remember, the relatable characters, Encyclopedia Brown. Loved. Harry Potter, Peter Love. Pan, mm-hmm. Frodo Baggins, Nancy Drew, and mm-hmm. Pippi Longstocking. Mm-hmm. So, I I just love knowing that there's such greatness. To, book reading is just such an amazing thing. Yeah, so I believe that. Yeah. I mean, do you? I own a. I, my mom like gave me a ones? Charlotte's uh, Web. Do you have an? I don't have one of those. I do have one of those. Yeah, I've periodically read. I have a Catcher in the Rye. Yes, because uh, read that. But that's probably it for childhood I, books. I have like I read the baby every, books. I have the Good Night Moon yeah, still, Moon, and yeah. I have some other baby books. I know I read every Nancy Drew book. I know you uh, did. That I couldn't until I mm-hmm. probably grad. I think seventh grade, I really was full on into Harold Robbins. Oh, sure. And yeah, Jacqueline Suzanne and Reedy. And Sydney Sheldon. And Sydney Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was moving the right along. The other midnight was just... I read Gone with the Wind in sixth grade. And oh, my God, my. I... You I, are a reader. A reader. Wow. Yeah, well, Julia... That's what you do when you travel around Air Force bases. That's right. I love it. Yeah, I love okay. it. Listen, we come back. Um, oh, we've got the scoop on some of the free stages at the Minnesota State Fair. Yes. Guys. And um, also um, Hicksville Trailer Palace. We're going to tell you what that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Harry, Harry, Harry. Did I you guys listen that. to music yes, for a sushi restaurant? Yep. You did listen to yep. that song? Okay. We listened to all of it on Friday. Neither of you were here. I know. I, I got to listen to it, and I must discuss. All uh, right. Do you want me to pull it up for us? No, no. not right okay. now. We're going to move along. We're moving on to the state fair because uh, the Liney Lodge has lo- announced the lineup. And Pookie, if you're listening, the Jayhawks are going to yeah. be playing at the free stage on September 4th and 5th. Um, that's pretty amazing. Low Cut Connie, which... Um, they are from Philadelphia. They have a reputation as a must-see live act, and they were going to play the grandstand okay. as part of that other radio yeah, station's yeah. music on a yeah. stick, which Casey and I went to, and it right. was really great. And Low Cut Connie pulled out because of COVID. That's right. And so they're going to be at the Liney Lodge August 31 and September 1st. 
And so then, it's a Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, and then uh, Caitlin Smith, who's from Cannon Falls, she's written songs for Miley and Megan yes. Trainer. We've played gonna, her stuff here. Yeah, August 27 and 28. And then, you know, Eddie Montgomery from um, Montgomery Gentry, you know, yes. he's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's huge. He's playing um, the Liney Lodge the first, um, I think it's the Friday, the Thursday, Friday of the fair. Ah. Oh. There's nothing better than the 2526. Yeah, 2526. And then, um, yeah, they've got some good bands at, at daytime performances. I see the Jimmies are playing. So good job. The fair is going to be fun this year. There's a lot, yeah, a lot I mean, going on. Really, a lot going on. Yeah. And we're going to see I, crowds like we used to. I yeah, think. and yeah. I can't wait till we get all the fair food this year and start talking about it. And you'll say, we can't, yeah. we can't. And I'm going to no, remind I'll never, you. I'll I'm never remind you we talked again. about music. Yeah. You never talk about new fair food? No, I really don't like talking about but, that. It's yeah. so he doesn't boring. care about food like No, we do. no, it isn't that it's just so boring sometimes to just talk too long about food yeah i, get it. If I at love all. it if at all because you don't like to eat that isn't true julia i but love I like talking how, about food yeah but i mean you're gonna talk about it for uh, I am. an hour i'm gonna talk about it forever no you're not i am too now let's talk about um what do we think bruce springsteen fall of 2023 here yeah right That'll sell out immediately. I think so. Are you guys Okay, fan? I'm going to tell you about the Hicksville Trailer Park. Oh, Palace. Okay. So that is, there's two things that came out at the Depp Heard trial today. Okay. Two uh, places that probably people never heard about or knew about it, and Hicksville Trailer Palace. So this is being brought up. Um, Amber Heard testified that something happened at this Hicksville trailer palace and Johnny Depp called uh, to the stand the manager and maybe the part owner. I couldn't quite figure it out of Hicksville trailer palace. I had to Google it. It's a, it's the Joshua national tree park. It's this collection of all these remodeled little fifties, like little campers and It's a wacky collection of third wheels and other campers, tricked out trailers. There's a log cabin trailer. There's a the, the Fifi designed by the owners. It's of like a, old Airstreams that went to new, die yes. in this cute little park. It's a fun, loving commune. Uh, for the, and anyway, so that guy was on the stand today. And um, <laughs> he, so I had to Google Hicksville. And I was like, well, look at this cute place. And it just gets, if you're a Waken Baker and you... Want to go to an adult camp playground and the outskirt of the Joshua Tree National Forest? You've got a new place to go. Hicksville Lovely. Trailer Palace. Yeah. He was very much team Johnny Depp, but he kept referencing, or the Amber Heard's attorney kept saying, well, but what about this umbrella guy? And this is somebody on Twitter who's been a staunch Amber Heard hater johnny depp supporter okay but amber heard's attorney is so bad she kept calling him that umbrella guy the umbrella guy you know she kept getting his name well he's one of these tweeter things i mean she was just so ridiculously bad that guy that umbrella guy he's like uh his his He's got like uh, 40,000 new followers from just this, just being in the last two hours of the trial. Okay, so this just happened an hour ago that TMZ files emergency motion to prevent former employee testifying in Amber Heard Johnny Depp case. Mm -hmm. That would be for the defense. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're trying to block 
from being called as a witness by Mr. Depp's lawyers. Oh, by Mr. Depp's lawyer. Yes, okay, there you based go. on journalism, journalistic privilege. Mm-hmm. Boy, they, everyone's calling out because so, it's supposed to end this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. what it, you know, what it could be would be, you know, is this a TMZ person that they had an arrangement with? Sure. You know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, the only winners PR-wise were to me today was Hicksville Trailer Palace. I think they're getting a lot of hits <laughs> on their website, and that umbrella guy is getting a lot of new followers. I think And Kate right. Moss is testifying tomorrow. And the story is she is going to shut down Amber Heard's claim that Depp pushed her down a set of stairs, which I never even knew about. Either did I. Back in the day. Neither did never I, but heard apparently it. it's some... She will tell the, that he caught her and took care of her when she slipped in her flip-flops and fell down a bunch of stairs in Jamaica. And, you know, they were together when they were young, I and know. I bet they were partying animals, but oh. she's going to pour oh ice-cold water on that, Amber, bringing that up last week when Johnny Depp's lawyers high-fived her each other. It was when, because Amber invoked Kate Moss's name. That's how she's even testifying. Johnny Depp couldn't call her to defense because that would have just been hearsay. But when she said Amber testified um, that she didn't want to be like Kate Moss in the stairs. Right. Like, oh, gosh. So no winners here, Julia. No. Are you guys no Ricky Gervais stand-up fans? I don't uh, know that I've ever watched his stand-up. I've seen him. I loved his stand-up when he hosted the Golden Globes. Um, if you call it stand-up. but I don't know that I've ever seen a... I, Anything other than the Grant, Golden Globes you, uh, yeah. and maybe, you know, his, his one TV show that he had. Afterlife. The, the Afterlife, which I know so many people uh, love that. Yeah. I, I watched it for a little while. Yeah, yeah I lost interest in I it, I did, too. too. Yeah. yeah. But, but he has stuck with it. and He's been around, you yeah. know, because his What, does his he have a new Netflix special? Yeah. yeah. That's coming out mm-hmm. today. And he, he's in some heat, right? Is that what we're talking about, Well, Ricky? tell it. Yeah. Well, he just kind of, he backed... Some of the trans jokes that, they, you know, these guys are comedians. My yeah, goodness. and so he's catching My heat, goodness. the same heat that um, Dave, Dave Chappelle was catching because he was backing Dave Chappelle and basically saying enough of canceling, yeah, enough never, of doing. You can't. Your comedians will not be told what they're going to talk. About. Exactly. Okay, that's just the way it is. And okay. with that, off we go. Off we go. Everybody have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.